There is a climate of outrage in our country that ought to cause concern for anyone, but especially for people of faith. And when I say faith, I don't limit the term to people who are religious or even to those who consider themselves believers in God. Instead, I mean those of us with a worldview that includes a measure of hope. A long time ago, when I was about midway through my career as a rabbi in a synagogue, I had the opportunity for a sabbatical. I want to commend sabbaticals to you. I know that there are few of us who can afford to step away from the rigors of work for an extended period of time. But it makes sense that our bodies and spirits require renewal and replenishment no less than the good earth. And from the Bible to environmental science, a regular time to lie fallow is a requirement to nourish the land. Our lives and our souls are no different. It had been almost 18 years of pastoring a congregation when I stepped away for a refresher. For me, it had been way too long. And only as I reaccustomed myself to a pace of life that was not frenetic did I discover an awful truth. The energy required to care for and care about the dear people in my communities was immense. I always slept well, and I attributed it to a clear conscience. But I realized that the more likely explanation was that I was simply exhausted, and not just physically. To protect myself, I think I had cauterized my emotions. It became more and more difficult for me to feel anything. What kind of a life is a life without feelings? It is no life at all. And so somewhat unintentionally, I went in search of feelings. Now, don't get me wrong. I was part of a loving family and a supportive community. But the strength and gentleness of love, joy, and gratitude were not up to the task of penetrating the shell that I had constructed around my tired old heart. Only one emotion had that power, and that was anger. Anger had the capacity to pierce the numbness and allow me to feel again. And so I became something of an anger junkie. I looked for outrage all around me. My messages to my congregation were filled with passion and indignation. Injustice surrounded me, and I was drawn to it like an addict. But you know what? Like a drug, the rush was temporary. And like an addict, I thought I was fooling everyone by being so high-functioning. I was giving off a lot of heat, but not producing very much light. Taking a step back, taking a few steps back, was the only solution. I committed myself to a sort of emotional rehab. At the end of that sabbatical, I pledged to myself that I would not ignore the warning signs of relapse, and that when I recognized myself slipping into destructive obsession, I would take stock, count my blessings, and find a place of perspective. And here I am to tell the story. We have nine more months until this new election season completes its gestation. The anger that has animated so many candidates for so many offices and so many of their supporters is a reflection of the exhaustion of the American soul. The problems we face as a nation are no less critical than the problems we face in our own lives. But neither are the blessings of America any fewer. It is time for everyone to take a deep breath and a step back so as to recognize the difference between heat and light. Faith is the way to achieve that sense of groundedness. The values we hold, 
whether they flow from the depths of our hearts or the scripture we hold sacred or the teachings of a beloved mentor. Give us hope, and not the hope that is a magic wish, but the hope that is an affirmation that tomorrow always holds the potential to be better than today when we seek the good and not the outrage.